Oh, Am I sounding low? The new desk. You do sound a little low compared to JJ. Give me a level, JJ. Hello, this is me talking in the way that I talk most of the time. Okay, Michael. This is me talking in the way that I talk most of the time, okay, and you're... I need 90 seconds to beat the dairy farm on my first try. What the heck is the dairy farm? Uh, Vampire Survivors? Oh level my gosh, three. wow, you're way ahead of me on that game. Dairy farm, that's like level 3, dude. It is level 3. Uh, so I had what I oh, consider milk to... Milk plant, sorry, milk plant. Oh, the milk plant, that's what yeah, I'm after. Uh, I had, should we start the start podcast? Recording. I, <laughs> should we start? Yeah, we, we've already started. We've started the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but before we start, JJ, Michael, I'm... going to have a whiskey while we have this podcast that sounds like a delicious idea heck yeah brother i invite you to join me for our last live podcast of the year people if you are of legal drinking age in whatever place uh join us as well have a celebration if you partake yeah and if not like you know hey there's lots of good things to drink they don't have to be alcoholic coke Coke zero apple cider oh yeah All the good apple cider, especially dude, this time of year. Spiced, so spiced apple cider. Oh, this time spice of year. it every mm-hmm. day, dude. Oh. Mm-hmm. You made the correct call, Michael. Congratulations. I like to make, uh, and I probably will make, uh, mold wine for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Mold uh, anything. Honestly, I love a good eggnog, and I know we talked about eggnog the other week. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, dude, spiced cider and, like, mold wine are also, like, such a good treat and i like wonder it's if i had it warm. more yeah it's because they're warm right that's why i like it mm-hmm. so i invite you to join me i'm just letting you know that's going to be the sipping sound i also really love that um this is our multiplicity episode it's episode 339 so you know uh that's fun you know and uh uh yeah vampire survivors michael congratulations welcome to the team yeah, thank you. It's uh, it's been fun. If you have not downloaded the DLC, I've so I have only been playing it on my phone. Okay, uh, and you decide to get it on Steam. There is now <laughs> JJ a uh-huh. DLC and game bundle, which gives you an even deeper discount than of thirty percent off. You can't see my face and the eyes bulging out, being like, "Oh my god, the value." <laughs> Uh, I thirty percent. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, less than the cost of the burrito I had for lunch. It was less less than a cost of a cup of coffee. One cup of coffee. Now, with the discount, I have bought more expensive cappuccinos this month. It, there's a decent chance my burrito is cheaper than your cappuccino. <laughs> 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 <I don't... laughs> Fair game is still Fair cheaper point. than that. Uh, I alluded to it before the little mini intro. Uh, I loaded the game onto my Steam Deck, which we'll talk about later. And uh, it I don't know if they did a reset when the game hit 1.0. But they did not. Oh, interesting. So loading the game onto the Steam Deck, it did not pull my cloud save of previous Vampire Survivors information. Mm. So I had to start over. I don't know if it cloud saves. That's an interesting question. Good, good point. I didn't I check maybe, to see if like, it does. I, I bet if you go start rooting around in the file system on your PC, mm-hmm. you could copy some kind of save file or whatever over to your Steam yeah. Deck and get your progress back if you uh, want. My previous progress was to the inlaid library, which is where I am now. So it's no I big mean, deal. Your achievements carried over, and that's what really matters in Vampires. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, all the uh, half the weapons are new anyway, so I'm kind of relearning the game. I don't really mind. Dude, they added a, so many. In this game, can you really mind ever re- starting over? I mean... No, really. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. Honestly, yeah. and once the, you have the like DLC six... is so crazy, it feels. Oh, okay. That it's like... Yeah, it's is so different, deal... man. Cause... Yeah, is go the... ahead. Is the DLC an add-on to the end, or is it integrated into the game? It's a separate yes. map. It's a new map, okay. Yeah, and you, I think you could take it any time. 
but they added more survivors and other things that you can only get through that map somehow or how how does yeah, it work yeah you, you have to go through that map to unlock those other things and then okay. once you unlock them you if you go back to the other maps those things can be there okay um, or you, so or you, you won't ruin right? your experience of the original game quote unquote uh by adding on the dlc immediately no but like if you go do a round in the dlc and then go do a round somewhere else maybe there will be dlc weapons but the weapons aren't better or worse than the other weapons so far that i can tell they're just other weapons yeah yeah vampire survivors uh i mean if you want to ruin your experience there's like ways to do a bunch of stuff that will do that if you michael michael there's an important thing you should know okay at some point in your playtime you will have accrued lots of gold. Yes. Um, it the in the meantime between now and the real lots, not little bit of lots, but like real lots of gold. Um, upgrade your if character you, in any way that you see fit to help you do better at winning the game. Um, yes, and I I have been doing that. And but at some point in time, there is actually a correct way to purchase the upgrades. Yeah. When you start feeling like you probably have every upgrade that there is and the, they start getting very expensive. You're going to need uh, to hit that little refund button and look on yep. Reddit for the proper upgrade tree. I, ah. I, th- I think generally the order is most expensive buy the first. most expensive things first. They upgrade in a percentage of their cost based on purchases. So I have noticed this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that percentage is less when things are two hundred dollars versus when they are ten thousand. Right, and uh, it doesn't so someone has laid out the proper of the game. Oh, it doesn't matter right. hardly at all for until you get to the hours end and, and hours like, and hours. Yeah. I have to spend fifty thousand to buy one. No, I will not do this. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> let me and get my you, money back and then yeah. do this more. And then you buy that one first, yeah. <laughs> and all yeah. of a sudden you have you know more yeah. than enough to cover. Uh, my little pieces of advice are to uh, play your weapon's strengths, which means oftentimes I run in concentric circles to oh, I've try... I've lots of that. Uh-huh. It, it um, depends which weapons you have, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have to play sometimes, to the strengths, Sometimes right? you're like, I can only go to the left or right. I cannot go up. Like, yeah. it's not allowed. These yeah, weapons don't whip. work. Because <laughs> you have like, a this whip one is a axe build. Lateral only. Yeah, <laughs> or, whip, yeah. axe, knife. Like, uh, oops. <laughs> now I can only yeah, go it, left and right. Like, it, I'm... And they're like, you know, and to be clear, like there are achievements for doing things with like basically every single character. So you probably need to play every character and they all start with different weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to learn all the weapons and That's you want I've... to anyway, because like. Starting with the knife plays so different <laughs> that if well, you, you start also, with like the garlic or anything else. Don't. And you, you have discovered this already. I'm sure you will not unlock stuff unless you upgrade some of the weapons to like four and seven. Yes, and I have I have been in the the playthroughs that I have been doing the last couple. I have been trying to vary the things that I pick up it because is, I've already started getting the the combinations. It is, in my opinion, always worth it to tr- fight your way to a treasure chest if you see one. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent, every single time worth it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, um, and like later, there are different kinds of treasure chests. And it's nice. still worth it <laughs> every time. I am glad. Uh, I'm glad today, Michael, that you have brought this to us again. Uh, in a year where we started with Vampire Survivors and it kind of fell off in the middle. And now we're talking about uh, we're going to be talking about our things of the year. This is going to happen before the end of the year this year. And Vampire Survivors was high on my can I pick it list. Uh, I didn't, thankfully. And I'm glad we're talking about it now. Um because it, that 1.0 release and then the DLC and rediscovering the Steam Deck and I the control I'm not super happy with the Steam Deck. Uh, I want more resistance in the controller. It's pretty mushy, uh, but that's a me problem, not a everyone else problem. You know, I think I think the control is. I mean, like I've been playing with an analog stick control for Vampire Survivors always. Like it's yeah. perfectly and good. and it, thinking about my i i think it's good i think it's just fine i wish that the steam deck was made the controls on the steam deck were made by the people that made the xbox elite controller to me that system is has perfect resistance okay yeah 
this is just a this is a personal preference absolutely kinda, yeah absolutely a minor complaint All right i'm just saying cool. uh relearning vampire survivors on a controller that is not the one that i use three times a week to play other games has been a little bit tedious but doable and based on your suggestion jj the d-pad is just not as good as the analog stick it's just not um it doesn't yeah. especially the steam controller d-pad does not do diagonal well yeah i the analog stick is the way to play if you're going to use a controller in my opinion it, it just doesn't, Although I it doesn't have, diagonal well unlike the ask, unlike the elite controller which does diagonal very well i want to ask michael how have you been finding the touch screen i played like a couple rounds on oh, my yeah. phone yeah, good I found point. it really hard to control. <laughs> this so is I'm where Michael says you have been this. This is where Michael says he has one of those nifty uh, contraption adapter controller things that he sets his phone into. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. Although that might make my life easier. Um, for the most part, I have found it um, relatively easy. I will say that um, part of where it it probably starts to get harder is towards the 30 minute mark um when you're looking to make much smaller tighter movements mm-hmm. you don't have that same fine control that you would say with a uh, with a controller how is it okay. seeing the enemies when your fingers on the screen because a lot of times that i have to see I, I have to see like that direction doesn't have the werewolves i can go this way uh but my thumb might be in the way so the one of the nice things there is that you can touch anywhere on the screen to control it. You don't have to like touch in the middle. So I can touch in the bottom corner and then it shows the the little directional wheel in that corner. And I can move myself from there. So I'm oh. I'm mostly keeping my Is there an finger. option for on-screen controller? Uh, it shows you the little, uh, kind of like a round joystick icon with the direction that you're facing. And yes, you can toggle it on and off. Okay. I must've turned that off on my phone. I'm gonna go try it with that on and see if it's better. Yeah. I, you know, there are, there are definitely times when, uh, I don't really, uh, I don't really have the freedom to look at it. Um, because I'm, you know, trying to survive. That is... uh, but it is nice that when it does display, it displays basically wherever you touched. And so it uh, it can be out of the way of where you're actually standing. Nice. Well, yeah. <clears throat> vampire survivors. Yum. That's all I have to say. Absolutely. I can. <sighs> uh, I understand the hype. You one know, of the, one I of think the greatest games this know. year, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean... Just for what he made, for the price he made it at, I assume, I think it's just a single person. I can't remember now. We talked about this before. I have seen the credits. There are more than one person involved. Oh, okay. There you go. That's recent, by the way. I saw those like last, like two days ago. The team that made Vampire Survivors committing to such a low price point and just making something good. Not, not perfect. It's, it's never going to be perfect, but it's so good around itself and with its imperfections that it's like. Yeah, you can make games that are this for this price and they don't have to be phone games with all sorts of wacky stuff, you know, then I I can't imagine. And and he didn't even have it on phones for that long or they didn't. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it only came out in like two weeks ago or something on, yeah. on yeah, phones. super recently, right? They made enough money not on phones to put it out on phones for free. I mean, it's just backwards from everything that everyone's been telling everyone and that makes it one of the contenders for game of the year if we did that kind of thing just on its own. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I published a list elsewhere and Vampire Survivors was number two on mine. Yeah. So and and I'm glad we talked about it again. I have a, a question uh, based on something that happened to me tonight. Uh, some we were, making, we were making chili. It's a good meal for feeding a lot of people. And someone said, hey, uh, you got anything to spice this up? And I looked in the fridge and my out of my mouth came the words. And I wrote this down. Oh, no, hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that I had slowly been going through hot sauce this year and, and not rebuying because I had overbought some hot sauces. Right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I had a bunch in the pantry, et cetera, that I had been going through. 
I had hot sauce to find other places. There it was not a shortage. I just needed to get more. But the thought came to my mind. What is the hot sauce? If you look in your fridge and say, oh, no, hot sauce or on your shelf, if it's not a hot sauce that goes in the fridge, like, you know, well, sriracha goes in there because it needs its color protection and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, if you, there's other hot sauces I have that are non-fridge hot sauces. If you have a hot sauce that's not in the fridge or is in the fridge and it's gone and you say, oh, no, hot sauce, what is the hot sauce that you know you have a backup of at all times? Uh, it's for me, it's Louisiana hot. It's good. That's another, um, what yeah, similar solid. to, uh, yeah. it's the, the same what as is like the one? crystal crystal. Yeah. Yeah. That's the crystal. one that JJ got mm-hmm. the crystal. Yes. Yep. I, I, we love crystal in this household. Mm-hmm. Crystal is great. They're very, uh, they're crystal very crystal is what? similar. Crystal, the crystal bottle you gave me is what went on chili tonight when I said, oh, no hot sauce. And I went in the pantry and grabbed it. Is- so okay, good on chili so mm-hmm. good um we always have that one around the house but because we bought a ton of it in the past uh, right. <laughs> not because like we buy it all the time frequently i think sriracha is actually the answer for me we always have to i feel like i have to have a bottle of it all the time because it just is so versatile i think that i agree with that um having grown up near sriracha and having sriracha been such a staple in every kitchen including kitchens that don't like hot sauce that much you know like my mm-hmm. mom's not a hot sauce person she also still has sriracha in the kitchen i mean um, like if i'm gonna have a pho i need to have some sriracha yeah, you gotta, if I'm, gotta be there if i'm gonna have like a chinese noodle dish i want to have sriracha fried I'm rice have fried rice sriracha is like it's versatile on like every asian cuisine that i can think of and then it's great on non-asian cuisine eggs yeah. like Oh, Fry yeah. an egg, uh-huh. sriracha, so good. Like it's just, it dissolves it, it's, really well into soup. Oh yeah, uh, oh, all yeah. soups in general. Yeah, yeah, sriracha. Okay, that's it. Two out of three srirachas. Also, Michael, I do love Louisiana. Uh, not to not to put you out on a oh, raft yeah. or anything, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> oh, we're, look, I, I'm an eagle opportunity hot sauce lover, and Louisiana is hot is one of those ones that you should have. Uh, All right, everyone Michael. should have some around. Michael, uh, as this is three three nine, and it's the number number, it's the mul- episode of multiple threes. Uh, there's three of us. Three to the power of three is not nine. No, it is nine. I don't know. Nope. No. Three to the power <laughs> of three is twenty seven. Yeah, twenty seven. Okay, we're off track here. Uh, forget it, Michael. Pick a number between one and three. <laughs> three. Okay, you're going first. All right. <laughs> This is our things of the Um, year 2022 edition. Uh, We've done this five years in a row. Um, Oh goodness! I should look back. We should. We did. We did. We did do it. No Uh, research. Moving on. Research. (laughs) Uh, We've done all sorts of things. Uh, Not doesn't have to be games. Often mine is some sort of thing that is way too abstract and requires explanation. It's fun. It's exciting. I'm taking up Michael's time. Well, that's fine because I'm going to scoop you on the abstraction. No. <laughs> it was bound to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I gave this a lot of thought and I was trying to come up with, you know, one one specific thing, um, you know, something I saw, something we played. Um, and what I kept coming back to, you know, given given the last two years, really, I think my thing of the year, and this was this was kind of driven by thinking of something you and I did a couple of weeks ago. Andy was going to a hockey game. Heck yeah. Um, my thing of the year for this year, and it is very specific to this year, I think, is a, a kind of a a leveling off of of new normalcy. Hmm. New normal. That's your thing of the year. New normal. Yeah. Because, you know, this was this was the the first like real year for me that was entirely hybrid work schedule. Um, And that's that's a thing that didn't really exist for the majority of jobs uh, in years before, you know, the last year or so. Um, But also things like going back to sporting events or going back to indoor concerts. 
Um, but just just getting back to kind of the rhythm of of having a routine and of being able to go places and see people and like being comfortable doing those things and being around people again. I'm tearing up over here, buddy. Man. <laughs> no, he's so, right though. Sorry, he's right to scoop your abstraction, but no, uh, you're, yeah, that, you're right. That's and that's kind of where ex- I was. I think it extends to a lot of of what we've talked about personally on this podcast over the year. There's been a lot of rediscovering games. Not in so much as like JJ was uh what did you just restart JJ uh Suikoden? Uh yeah, I played it a little bit on the yeah. uh Retro uh, Arch. Not exactly what I mean in that sense. More rediscovering what we've liked in games. Um and kind of talking about that a little bit more this year and um I think some personal issues this year and getting into back into PC building a little bit this year. Um, some of the basics of the normals that we let go during 2020 and during the parts shortages and during everything that happened. Um, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense that you would go with, <laughs> Hey, let's uh, see each other in person and talk about rings of power or game of Thrones or what, even instead of zoom call about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Went back to a football game this fall. It was great. Yeah. I mean, the other great thing is like, then you could, you could still do it, do a zoom call about it if you want. Right. Like that's the, that is part of yeah. the normal. Yeah. And no one would right. say, the, I didn't yeah, mean to cut you off. just like, no, no, everybody is, is totally fine with, Hey, let's set up a zoom call this weekend. Cause we haven't all talked in a while. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. JJ. Yes. Pick a number between Me? one and three. Oh, okay. Uh, wait. Yep. Two. Uh-huh. <laughs> Congratulations. JJ answered the question correctly. Yes, he I did. Gonna, I mean, you said between, and I was like, wait a minute. I have uh-huh. to pick two? Okay. <laughs> There's only uh-huh. one number between. I thought about it. Yep. So, uh, M- Michael was profound, and I'm going to be not profound. Um we do eventually talk about video games on this podcast sometimes. Uh, and, and I'm going to talk about video games, uh, if that's all right. Mm-hmm. I think my, my trend, my thing this year that I really have liked is finally, it seems the, the remasters and the re-releases have come for the games I want. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I like, I like this. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> finally you know they've been remastering games for so long right and it is this is the first year where i felt like a bunch of releases and stuff were like really targeted at my interests right we um elden ring came out this year i think it was my favorite game of this whole year i i mentioned earlier vampire survivors was my second not a remake but definitely a genre continuation right and a, a like a new high point i think and but there have been a ton of older games that have been targeted like squarely at me. The Tactics Ogre Reborn release came out. Um, that is an awesome game from the PSP and before that from the PS1. That is just a fantastic strategy game. There's a Suikoden 1 and 2 remaster coming out next year. Oh my god, that's like literally like they just like looked straight at me and were like, here you go. This is what you specifically wanted. Your they name will you be on Baldur's the box, Gate? JJ. Yeah, yeah. They, there's there's a new Baldur's Gate game coming out next year. There is uh, Persona 5 Royal came out on PC and was amazing. I just got the Platinum Trophy in that uh, last week. They're doing updates for Persona 4 Golden, adding new features. They're updating Persona 3 and putting it out on PC. They're putting out... Uh, Trails from Zero came out and was amazing. Azure is getting a release very soon. Yeah. Return to Monkey Island is also one of my favorite games this year. And that is like a laser nostalgia for like, yo, this very specific <laughs> old type of PC game. And like, I think it's cool. You know, they're, they're coming out with a brand new armored core game. What? <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that is so bonkers. And this stuff is like, 
it finally feels like they remastered every like halo got all its remasters gears of war all the big like popular games and they're like all right what's left <laughs> you gotta <laughs> find like niche stuff that's good where's all the good niches here we go and like finally they got around to mine <laughs> this year yeah. and i really hope it continues <laughs> It'll be uh, it'll be an interesting world now that all this stuff is PC or current gen compatible, which means it can keep continuing forward, right? Um, mm-hmm. Even if it's not on a PC, it's the stuff they've remastered or or re released from PS2, PS3. They're finding ways to get them to run on PS4s, PS5s. Well, um, and like they have be- done stuff with old games that is like unbelievable, like. Portal with RTX. We talked about that. Did we talk about that last week, or was I just yeah. talking about it? No. Uh, yeah, we because I yeah I brought up that it had just released. Oh my god, I played some of it. It's so good. <laughs> like Portal is such a fun game, you guys. I know. <laughs> like, talking to the two guys who played an entire playthrough of Portal on the channel, <laughs> but yeah. like. Uh, like, youtube.com slash uh no wait what is it Michael YouTube.com well, no you were almost at, there at, at we were gamers. gamers yeah with the yeah, at so check that out. Yeah, at We Were Gamers on YouTube, there's a uh, there's a game streams I think is what I put it under video list. You can that watch was Portal Two and yeah, like Portal I'm playing 2. Portal One and this game still rules. It probably and looks better than Portal Two did with, with the RTX point, stuff. Yeah. It absolutely does, and it's not even close. Like you guys need to go check it out. It's really really sweet, and you know just like it is like this. This technology supposedly NVIDIA claims is applicable to other games of this type. And you can like kind of make this RT ray tracing stuff just work in other games in some ways, um, which would be unbelievable. Just like, oh, I'm just going to go back and add ray tracing to The Witcher 1 or like, you know, some old 3D type game that supports this stuff. It's like crazy. Batman Arkham Asylum, right? Like, oh, my God, with ray tracing. Uh, It reminds me of that weird era of PC games where they kind of had like a mini. Oh, maybe we should make some PC games like Skyrim and Dragon Age and all these other things that are like super moddable. Maybe people mm-hmm. would like that, and you know, those games are still around. They don't super have remake. I mean, Skyrim got a remake, quote unquote, but like all they did was patch in the stuff that people made to continue to make those games look amazing. And it's yes. kind of funny that like the games that were just too old to have, like if you know, like Tactics Ogre didn't come out on a PC. You can't keep adding in higher and higher res textures like you used to be able to. Right. I mean. Yeah, having rediscovered some DOS games and the fact that they brought them back on Windows with just higher res textures. Like, it's kind of funny that you know, the remakes and reselling of these games is kind of just like, what if we made texture packs for some of this stuff? And then, like, made yeah. it run really good. I mean, yeah. you know, with Tactics Ogre, they also added a bunch of voice acting, which oh, sure, wasn't sure, in the sure, game sure, before. Sure. But, like, I mean, you know, yeah, the voice acting is all well and good, but look, you did, that game is like a hundred hours long or something. You're not there for the voice acting, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, please nice continue to, to market directly to me. Yes, thank you, companies <laughs> out there. Yeah, I guess that leaves me to go. Yeah, Andy, last. you have to pick a number between zero and two. Uh, one. Is that it's you, right? Sounds like it's your turn. Yeah, it's you. (laughs) I I was checking the results. Sorry, I had to look. Yeah. Oh no, I I was getting out my TI eighty three just to make sure. Uh, (laughs) I wanted to go abstract, and and I I started, I started with a concrete item that was in my hands, and thought this isn't quite my thing of the year because I haven't done it enough, but it's related to a a feeling I've had in the last three or four months that we've actually worked through on the podcast. But I don't know if like working through personal issues is really my thing of the year. Um, uh, but it could be anything you want. It could be if you want it, it, no, but it wound me back to like, well, why is, why was this important? And and how did it affect me over the course of the year and some stuff that I've done? And the, I realized that the process of unwinding myself from f- a lot of, I would call it like physical things or like the detritus of collecting over the years, um, 
has revolved lately around like what do i do with old game systems as i upgrade tvs and all this sort of stuff and like the nostalgia factor of having a thing and but it doesn't run and and we've talked about emulation and all this sort of stuff and um and so thinking about what has enabled me personally to kind of move on from letting myself just fret over not being able to get rid of things has been a real wave of hardware availability this year. New hardware finally being accessible and open to everyone um, has really changed a lot for me. Having a new PC that does way things way more and faster than my old PC, having a, a PlayStation five now, that does all the things I had on the PlayStation four, the PlayStation three, all the digital games that I had there, all the, you know, it did, it does all that stuff. Um, and buying a steam deck as well. Right. Uh, have weren't, it wasn't the impetus for buying those items, but then as we went through the year and I started using them more and JJ and I, sat there and said, can we get emulation running on some of this stuff? Or like, can it replace five or six things here? I realized like the new hardware that is starting to be more readily available. And I heard there's a new rumor today actually about a PS five pro. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows, Mm -hmm. man? Who knows? Uh, I've picked hardware before I picked a switch one year. Uh, that was a little bit of a, a mind bend, I think, for a lot of people. Hey, I can play real games on this thing. I can really play not just real games on that Steam Deck. And Steam Deck was also almost my thing of the year. I think, though, my thing of the year is using the Steam Deck and emulating stuff allows me to accomplish my thing of the year, which is saying it's okay to let things go. It's okay. It's okay in the new normal to say, I'm just not going to do that farming in that game. I'm not going to play Forza until I unlock the very last barn find, which takes another 43 hours of playing the game. Right? Like I, I don't Mm -hmm. have to do it. I don't have to hold on to these SNES cartridges because they're just here. I can play them on a thing. And so there's a lot of of stuff this year that I think a lot of people after I've seen it around and it's not everyone, but it's a lot of people that after 2020 you want to cling to things and hold them tight and uh sometimes you just have to force yourself and say it's okay and there are items out there that are more advantageous to new normals that let you let go of old things, right? Like the new normal says, I I don't, I don't really want to fiddle with getting the SNES working. I can just lay in my bed and play the SNES on this other thing that I already bought. Yeah. And I think that that's a, it's a great, I don't know, epiphany is like maybe too strong a word, but like it's a great understanding to come to. Yeah, and as someone who is, you know, currently doing a massive uh, purge of their apartment, we uh, that one really resonates with me, right? Be Just being able to like, you know, I don't, uh, maybe I don't need this stuff anymore. Or like I do, or, you know, the flip side of that, which is, I do want this stuff and this, the process has helped me like crystallize the reasons why it means something to me and why I want to hang on to it. I think JJ had a pretty salient point about looking at his shelf and seeing his old games and that to me, I thought for a long time about, well, if I'm not going to play my Nintendo 64 anymore because I'm, I can play vigilante eight second offense n64 edition on my steam deck well then i i must get rid of it right but instead i can say no that n64 that is my n64 and it's extremely important to me 
But the nine games that I don't really care about that are sitting in the drawer don't need to be here. And the N64 and Shadows of the Empire can get taken out from this cabinet where I can't see them and used as something to put on my shelf that I can look at and enjoy looking at, even though I might be able to fiddle with and get it playing. I could also just let it be what it is, which is a very old piece of hardware that is nostalgic, but doesn't really have a place in my life. You know, and if what you want is to access that experience of, of sitting there and looking at it, you can do that with that. And if you want to access the experience of having played those games, you can do that too, but it doesn't have to be, you know, together with, you know, those, those are separate experiences that you could have independently of each other. I think that and, really, that really came to a point when, and this is why I almost just said, Oh, steam decks, my thing of the year, but that came to a head when I, we put that thing on there and I got Pokemon running within 40 minutes from, from stock steam deck to Pokemon running in 40 minutes was like, well, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's really, and, and there are collectors out there and I don't want to poo poo on collecting. Collecting is a thing. It's really a thing that you can commit to. But like for Michael and I, especially recent, like you're, you're headed into a world where like, you just don't sometimes have the time to maintain everything that you want to maintain. You just don't. Or the space. Or space, yeah. And that's the thing that I have come, you know, we've talked a lot about how I got way into to whiskeys and bourbons. And I have run into that with that, right? Like I, if I wanted to get every single one of these bottles and every single one of these single barrels and all these interesting things that I'm curious to try, I couldn't, right? Like it's not even available. And even if it was available, like I don't have space for this stuff. And yeah. so, you know, it's a... It can become a process, right? It can be something that you can do over a lifetime. I'll try all of these one day. And, you know, the, I'm not too worried about the alcohol business going out of, you know, going out going of anywhere. It's not going yeah. away anytime soon. Yeah, they're yeah. not going away. And similarly, like the video game business isn't going away. And they're going to keep doing stuff like this. Uh, and so too. there will be other stuff to check out. And if you want to go back to old stuff, people are coming up with great ways to let you do that. Tim Tim Rogers uh, says there will always be more old games than new games. And what you just said about if I wanted to do this, it would take a lifetime really resonates with the Steam Deck, especially uh, proving like, hey, Steam's going to be right here in your hands. All the other game places, right? Like the PS5 store is going to be right here on whatever PlayStation device going forward. They're, they've understood on all these systems that people want these things to keep working long term. And a lot of stuff that I think we... Except Nintendo. Nintendo hasn't understood that. Okay. I didn't mention them in this statement. And uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Intentional. <laughs> Uh, the things that I think pre pandemic felt like it was a race, even for things that weren't limited, it was like a race to, Oh, uh, with the steam sales on, I gotta get, I gotta get all the new games on sale. I gotta get them now. It, they're still there. And now they're five ninety nine. except if they're made or by Ubisoft, they'll be, they'll be on sale <laughs> next year. Right. Like that's yeah. the other yeah. thing too, is like, you know, there will be a Steam Winter Sale coming up here in several days. If the game you want isn't on sale, get it's okay. It later. It's okay to let it go for a little while. Yeah. And it'll be on sale next summer or next winter or the winter after that. And like, you can play it then. In the meanwhile, 10 hey, billion hey, other games. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to step on it because I'm probably just going to buy that, that Jedi game when it comes out because I want to play it right away. And, and that's, that's valid too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, and that's the kind of thing that you can come to, right? Is that it helps you know, like, okay, this is something that is worth my time and that I actually want to like do when it first comes out. And I have the new hardware to play it. I have, yes. I have set myself up in deciding that I don't want to collect every single, you know, edition of, of invincible covers or every single old SNES game because I already have 33 of them or 
every single, you know, I don't, if I set those things aside, I can afford and have time to do the things like that we collectively on this podcast love, which is, you know what, in a year or two, uh, we're going to talk about one of us upgrading our computers. I guarantee it. Seems inevitable. Those 40 series cards actually don't seem like they're 20 series cards. So maybe, maybe we'll be talking about that, you know? Yeah. Probably I'll have to get power supplies too. I I think I'm (laughs) running a thousand Watts already. Uh, just because it was the cheapest one. I can't remember now. Here's an idea for you, JJ. You can run a refrigerator off of it and then put the card in the refrigerator to keep it from overheating. I sincerely don't Uh, believe where's the the guy pointing to his head, like smart (laughs) meme. (laughs) It's uh, isn't that, um, isn't that LeVar Burton? No, it's not LeVar Burton. I think it is. Isn't I don't not, think so. Oh, okay, I wish. Oh, anyway, it's an eight. It's an eight fifty. It's not a thousand. But I think I could run like a. I don't know what would even fit. To be honest, I've got a small case. Yeah, th- mm-hmm. you should check dimensions. Those cards are big. I am and also I think right now, man. I gotta get my. I gotta get my pandemic money out of this thing. Hey, I don't know. You know, you guys qualify for that California rebate. You know, hey, sorry, people from other places. California's giving us free money for no reason. Not no reason, but budget surplus yeah, so not reasons, <laughs> tax tax surplus reasons. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, we'll leave that for twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yep. Well, those were our things of the year, um, Michael. Uh, I don't. I I don't really want to talk about the FTC uh, gaining five hundred and twenty million dollars from Fortnite because that's not really our bag. Should we do the last COTC update of the year? Sure. I mean, there's there's big news to talk about as of today, just a few hours before this. Let's go. The, the yeah, boy? the man. That's what they the call him, man. Right? The man. He's not a boy. He's a man. The man, this the is... myth, the legend. Yeah. We'll all, by the time we talk to you all in January, we'll all have Cyrus, right? I think so. I mean, there's no chance. We all have more than 3,000 rubies, so. Yes. Yeah. The, the thing that will be interesting is how many things that aren't Cyrus all of us get. That yeah, was what I'm that's, curious. That's of. what I'm curious about. Yeah, I like think if you, if you pull Cyrus on the first one, what are you going to do? <laughs> so I, I think I'm set at this point, just because I I was set on doing it for so long. But now that it's it's here, I have to make the choice. But I think I'm set on doing the full set of ten ten pulls, regardless. Yeah, I think just to to beef up my roster and maybe try and snag some extra five stars. Yeah. I would really there's a couple of fives that I would really love an awakening one on just because they're like, you know, they're in like the 90s. And you know, it's like once you get to like level 90, it's like getting past there is takes a million years. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like, I, you know, yeah, you get like, you know, five HP when you get to level 92 or whatever. It's like not a big deal anymore. And, you know, you have basically all the all the skills that matter. Right. And it's like, OK, what I really could use is like one big chunk, like. 500 hp right and like i don't want to use the accessory for this (laughs) and like that awakening would really really help for some of the units that like get owned on those cups specifically those cups i think a3 on the cups is really the the money maker with the extra hp yeah yeah Yeah, it's Uh, not as necessary with five stars but four stars almost assuredly yeah um well, with the I, four stars, the, like if you end up with enough guide stones, you can just buy the A's, right? Isn't that yes. how it works? It's just yeah. like and they just way, way tons of guide stones. Yep, they're gonna give you like another grand or something like that. They did two days ago. Yeah, yeah, I think they, they gave you five grand. awakenings. Yep, uh, I think the I will be pulling full as well because I am the only non-owner of a full five-star roster here and Viola alone would change my roster measurably. Uh, yeah, I would really uh honestly almost as much as Cyrus if I got Lynette I would be like over the moon. 
Man. As someone who has them both, oh, yes, pull for Lynette's, both of them. Lynette's so good. Uh, for I, me, I think it would probably be Primrose. And then oh, Primrose is so good. Maybe man. an Awakening for Fior or Sophia. I have an Awakened Fior, and she is a monster. A literal <laughs> monster. I have uh, Twilight 4 on her, and she hits some stuff in the like 70 and 80 range sometimes if you set it up right. With a mm-hmm. debuff and a buff for like 50,000 a hit. Satisfying. I love to hear it. <laughs> See, the funny thing to me is like, I'm always, I have with Viola and Primrose, I have like such good debuffing, but my buffing is terrible because yeah. I don't have Lynette. I don't okay. have uh, a lot of like the, the, the buffs I have are like single person. And so like, I'm really bad about using them. And so when Andrew said, it's like, oh, 60,000, I was like, Man, I don't get sixty thousand. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't hit sixty. I've hit fifty-one thousand. Yeah, I, I don't hit fifty thousand. I hit like, you know, I get like thirty thousands, and I'm like, all right, that's pretty good. But you know, yeah, I'm missing that extra twenty percent. And that's a combo thing where, like, you know, you've got debuff from a previous crumbling cut. You've got debuff from like a Cedric debuff. Uh, you've got buff from Lynette. You've got buff from. Camilla, oh, yeah. Camilla, you, you, you know, can't you, get numbers like that stack, unless you're stack, really stack. setting it up. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I mean, that's how you win those like those cup fights and those big bosses. Like that's Let me how tell you, you man. Fight. Sometimes that dragon who I have beaten regularly, sometimes that dragon just wallops you because the randomness of the attacks can just back to back to back to back make you not have turns. Yeah, it keeps knocking you into the back row, and you basically can't you act. Just never get turns. And so, like, being able to do a huge burst of damage uh, has become really important for consistency. Uh, I don't know. That might be one of those things uh, that I may take my thing of the year advice and just say, I don't need to do this anymore for the 5% chance at an item I don't even think I want. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I haven't unlocked that dragon. Oh, you should beat it once. You get, like, 100 rubies for beating it or something. And a a free item. And a free item, yeah. So yeah, do it once, and then okay. I I haven't gone back. Yeah, but like, do I have to go find so many elites I never killed? That might take a really long time. <laughs> that I do. The funny just thing because is, of the fun. The of funny it. thing is, as we go farther forward, I will have all those elites because in the newer content, I've been clearing all all of oh, the elites, but in the old content, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had done it already because the stamp weapons. I wanted to just get upgrades for stuff without having to farm a ton and they were a good yeah. way to do that I, I will probably eventually do it because 100 rubies is a lot and killing those elites gets you like two rubies the first time or something like that so mm-hmm. yeah get a good amount so did you uh, andy did you have fun with that adventurer you know uh once you understand the dog uh it's very beatable i didn't i didn't lose I I made it halfway into the fight thinking I don't know if I can recover this because I didn't understand the dog, and right. then you you just sort of uh, you can eke out a rhythm and uh, make it through the fight if you understand. So JJ, don't be afraid of the uh, Elvis thing. You can do it, probably. Okay. Um. Now I'm, that said, my Elvis you, is still a four star. I haven't even gotten him to five yet. Uh. That said, you beat it and then there's an acquire more and the adventurer turns into a level 100 i i haven't even gone back no uh, and beating the adventurer gives you another 100 rubies uh but uh, beating it the second time doesn't give you the 100 level 100 doesn't give you anything so whatever it gives you hero white i think but who needs it really i mean people that are trying to awaken elvis need it but who's doing that uh michael did that <laughs> without yeah. beating the adventurer <laughs> Well, this, this yeah, this more than once. I just, yeah, I, Elvis, it doesn't even crack my roster these days, and so I'm just like, why? I'm not. I don't have any lightning. Eh. I have I have Mabel and and Elvis. That's it. I have Theo. He has a one hit lightning. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm, Cyrus, where are you? You're my lightning mage and my dark mage. Come on. <laughs> I'm I'm working on a pretty solid lightning team at this point. When Cyrus drops, I'll have three different scholars that all have lightning access. That's pretty good. That's pretty it, uh, good. It makes that BT dagger fight real fast. 
Dude. Although the BT dagger fight is something that I have managed to pull off decently well. Uh, I think it helps that a lot of sword users have three hit attacks. Yeah. I was going to say that BT dagger fight was all about swords for me. Like I have one guy with a really good lightning nuke. It's Theo, but no one else. Yeah. I have. You uh, can chew through some shields. I mean, Fjord and Trish wreck that fight pretty quickly. Yes. Cool, man. Well. I'm excited. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. How funny would it be if they're like, Cyrus was overpowered. We've changed him for EN. <laughs> so, you know, uh, very possible, right? No, they said that they won't de- degrade characters, only upgrade characters. And they announced... Never trust, in, only well, verify. I, yes, sure, sure, sure. They also announced his skill set in the Tavern Talk today, and it oh, is okay. the same it's set. The same. All right, fine. <laughs> as much as I like the conspiracy theory, uh, I do recall them saying they would just leave it alone. I am curious um, if, like, now because of the because of this, now they're like the next mage though, power crep, and it's, it's like you know they're they're like oh this guy used to have like a two hit uh, lightning, uh, this is now a four hit, and his like three hit ice is actually now like a 10 hit and <laughs> they're just like spend money <laughs> well, I you know thousand percent would believe it which is why i'm like what would they really follow up that with to make people spend money and that's why i was like near near would come right after just to make people yeah. spend money yeah to, for them to have done this right before they get to the the big six month anniversary mm-hmm. they they've got something planned and they're trying to get people to spend before it comes mm-hmm and Jokes on them for it. Jokes on them. I've got eight thousand rubies. We've raised the prices on all the collab characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Who knows what they're going to do? I mean, you know, it could also be that they are using this as a way to bring a lot of people back to the game, and you know, people that yeah. have fallen off. I know they're definitely. I've seen on the subreddit and places people that are like way into collecting the original eight. Yeah. Yes. And this was one of the original eight, right? So people are way, way into this guy for sure. Besides him also then being overpowered. Well, in the meantime, next week we will be off, but we won't be gone. Uh, We'll put out a subspace transmission, JJ. Ooh, yeah, good one. Uh Uh-huh. They've had one in the can. We decided we all needed some time next week because it's the literal day after Christmas, uh, which finds us all slightly busy, I think. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, are we gonna, though. Are we all going to be back for the day after th- after New Year's, though, which is the week after that? That's a good question oh. to ask live. Uh, yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about we'll it circle later. circle back. Yeah. But in the meantime... Uh, folks, you can find us on YouTube uh, at We Were Gamers. YouTube.com slash at We Were Gamers. Did I do it right? I think so. Yes. Yes. We have a URL. Go there at We Were Gamers on YouTube. Um, it's pretty funny that they made people work so long to get these URLs. And then they were like, you know what would be better for YouTube is if everyone had URLs. It's like, yeah, we knew this. I mean, there was a reason they only gave it to like really popular accounts, right? Because it was a big feature. Yep. And finally realizing, oh, this is good for everyone. Mm-hmm. Oops. Um, so that's what that's us on YouTube. Definitely check us out there. That's really important. Fo- follow us on your podcast of choice. I know you're listening to this now, but you could be listening to us. We talked about how great doing stuff on the go is. Like podcasts. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we're, we're on social media. We're on Facebook, at We Were Gamers, other Twitter, Instagram, all kinds of places. Follow us on oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody told me that we're not on Amazon Music. Uh, I'll fix that over the break. So 2023 Ooh. will be on Amazon Music. Wow. Is there oh, a, an upgrade? Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't know they had a uh, like RSS. Yeah, they allow podcasts thing. now, and I, I didn't realize it. So I will sort that out over the break and get that set up. We are on Spotify, though. Follow us on there. And Stitcher, too. Check us mm-hmm. out. Yeah.
you guys, I lost that Vampire Survivors run by 13 seconds. Oh, were you playing? Oh, don't worry, man. Podcast? <laughs> no, I, I finished it up in the first like two minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's it's a heartbreaker when that happens. Like what literal. Was your, what was your like, build? How? Man? I got to know. So I'm, um, let me see if I can remember. I had infinite daggers. I had the book fully upgraded. I had the cross. Did you have the evolved um, book or the regular book? The evolved book. Okay. The evolved daggers. Uh, the fire wand. I think the problem, though, I get, and I, I know the problem. I didn't have either the, the, uh, evolved whip or the evolved garlic to steal health back. So garlic is really good on the first level. I've I'm come unco- back into liking garlic more, honestly. I'm unconvinced about garlic beyond the first level. So I think the thing about garlic that gets rad is once the area increases a bunch, it becomes ridiculous. You, it can be like as wide out as the book. And then you yeah. just have like a zone of death that no one can yeah. approach. I like. Although you also then need the collect from far away upgrade because yes. you yes. can't get any XP because everything dies over there. Yeah, i i like I like I think having a mix of range, right? So garlic to cover close, and then something like the whip to cover intermediate distances, and then uh, what's the one that bounces all the way all around the screen? Uh, to cover rune tracer the rune tracer to cover once it gets high yeah the evolved rune tracer is broco the problem with the rune tracer is closed spaces you really need yeah inlaid library or something like that where it bounces around a lot and then also you need support stuff because it doesn't get good until high end yeah you can't pick it as like your second weapon or whatever you're gonna be in trouble yeah, which uh, is why it's like love, cool to get it. to know all the weapons. Yeah, uh, there are some really ridiculous later game weapons that I don't think either of you two have seen, um, which I love and are my favorites. But nice. I, the, I don't know why. I think of the classic ones, like the the ones you see like straight from the beginning. I just love that book, man. I don't know why I like the book so much. I just love the book. I went. I don't back think through. it's like even the most damage. Like I just think I like it. The idea. I, I went back through and figured out, like, oh, yeah, I need to unlock that. Oh, yeah, I need to unlock that. And I finally got ebony wings unlocked. I still have to do ivory wings. So you you have ebony wings, but you don't have peachone? I have peachone and ebony wings, but you also need ivory wings to get a fully upgraded peachone. Wait, no, no. Peachone is the non-evolved form, right? Yes. You just need the two birds. Yes. Yeah, you need peachone... Ebony and wings, the, and you put those. Don't you two need together. another set of wings? Oh, I thought you need two. Aren't there two sets of wings? Uh, I mean, there's the wings that are just increased speed. Oh, maybe yeah, you don't need those. To, you don't need the those upgrade something else. Oh, but okay. you want the bird, the two birds together, and you upgrade both of them. And when they Dude, both the upgraded, max, you bird, the upgraded bird is where it's at. <laughs> the problem is those birds suck by themselves. <laughs> Yeah, I hate those birds. That was that was not great to try and use. Nope, you have to learn what sucks, and you can't have too many things that suck early. Yeah, it, the funny thing is that I have I have learned about those birds is that they are great, and you're like, you know, you have a decent build going. You're like, oh, the bird. Yes, I have two slots left. I'm gonna get this bird. And I'll find the other bird. Then you never get the other bird. No, you're not. You're never yeah. going to find that other bird. Doesn't yeah, matter how many cool, level ups you get. The cool thing is, if you get both birds and you get them early enough, and you do the right, you know, slow leveling of them by the mid game, then you open up another weapon slot, and now you have uh, lots and yeah, lots picking, and lots and yeah. lots of damage. There's there is another weapon that works like those birds later that is also similarly amazing. Yeah, um, that might um, be my favorite one. But yeah, yeah I. Well, what I just game, found dude. the uh, I just found the map, which is great, essential for finding secrets. Yes. Oh, I don't Andy, have do you have yet. the bro. Uh, I think the, it's on that level that the, he's already unlocked. Yes, it was. It's on the uh, the dairy plant. Yeah. Yep. I have to get. Uh, I every, unlocked inlaid library yesterday. Again. Every level has uh, again random 
artifacts like that. And every level also has free weapons and items on the ground in it somewhere. So, and they like, because they're on the ground, you can pick them up even when your inventory is full. So you fill out your entire slot and you come across one that's sitting on the ground, you pick it up. Now you have a new one. Well, the problem that I have had overall in relearning is the game is like trying to level hard. And so I haven't been exploring the maps much because I'm kind of just doing donuts, trying to pick up experience to level hard so I can level weapons because I know I need to level weapons to unlock weapons. Nah, so man, just run straight, run straight for the thing right at the start of the thing. Who cares about the <laughs> levels? They don't matter. <laughs> yeah. 